Spoken Word, half an hour of poetry and performance, your connection to Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene, the voice of those of us who have nothing but our voices. Poems that are better than his are poems that are better than his are poems that are better than his are poems. Literary poems spout from his snooty upturn lips that look down on slamming poets' snazzy colourful words. Wooden style is his delivery, how does she allow herself to be taken when she got so close to the spark? Poems that are better than his are poems that are better than his are poems that are better than his are poems. Putta 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 to putta 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 to putta 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 to put. Clothes are better than his, the clothes are better than his, the clothes are better than his, the clothes. Nondescript conformity, Gazman bland as hell, so he ridicules the funky attire. Image is respectable, husband she is treated like mistress, but he should be more open. Clothes are better than his, the clothes are better than his, the clothes are better than his, the clothes. Putta putta to putta putta to putta putta to put. Better sex than him, better sex than him, better sex than him, better. Headlong rush to his penile oozing when all the body could shimmer. Just frustration with marriage boring, she ought to celebrate life. Better sex than him, better sex than him, better sex than him, better. And best of all, my biggest advantage over him is that I'm not married. Community Radio 3CR, and welcome to the Spoken Word Program. I'm Santo Katsati presenting it today, and we certainly got off to a flying start there, a very rhythmical start. I'm not sure if um, that piece at the start there was something you could really say was spoken word. But anyway, it came out of my mouth. Okay then, well today's program uh, is going to be handed over to uh, an event that's starting tonight. Uh, and that is the Melbourne Spoken Word and Poetry Festival of 2018, starting tonight and going all the way until the 3rd of June. I've got the program for the event right in front of me, and the motto of it is Discover a City of Spoken Word and Poetry. That sure is our city, Melbourne. And it's being presented, of course, by MelbourneSpokenWord.com. And I have with me in the studio today... Um, Benjamin Solar, who is the founder of MelbourneSpokenWord.com. Good morning to you. Good morning, Santo. Are you feeling very fresh? Yeah, very, very fresh. Yeah, coming out at this time of day, but anyway, it's all going to sort of uh, crank up for tonight. Well, we'll talk about the festival and a few other things um, during the course of this program, but I'd just like to start, uh, because we will be featuring uh, a few excerpts of um, poets actually performing poetry so why don't we just start with one of those excerpts I was on YouTube when I came across this poem about silence it was written by a man who decided that he would no longer speak unless what he had to say was nothing but the complete truth 
And as hard as it's been, I decided to follow suit. So, to the woman whose name I still can't say, I can no longer pride myself on honesty because honestly, there's no reason or excuse I can use to make you believe that I did all of these things for... I'm so grateful to all the men who came before me for teaching me to be strong, to keep my back straight, hands ready, eyes face forward in a man's direction. You showed me what it took to... So I want to thank you for always standing right by my... I can't wait till that day when I'm able to have a child, a son. Because out of all the things that I've been taught, the first thing I'll teach him is all the ways of a... He'll know exactly how it feels to have all of his father's... Because I now know what it means to be a real... To the girl from fifth grade who said, you'd be cute for a black guy if only you were in a monkey. Thank you for reminding me that I was still less than human, but no longer needed to be labeled your property for you to own me. You were that final reason I needed to. And I've spent years trying to peel away at the internalized. And I'm still trying to get over it. To my brother Tora, when you asked me if we were brothers, I should have said that I'm your keeper to remind you that I, but I was still learning to myself. So when they loosen that noose loose from your neck, I shouldn't have called you selfish or crazy. Instead, I should have said, just because depression and suicide was something that I never, I miss you. I don't speak a lot about love because I've spent my whole life trying to, And I'm still learning. To all the women who say, you deserve to be. And to the men who say, man, I hope you're not. You're that reason that I still stutter when I speak. Just because our stories aren't packaged to your liking, you make us feel invisible. Only visible enough to be seen, but never. For all the survivors who made it. I wish I, but I can't find the worst to. I'm sorry. Dad. We heard there a live performance by the poet Wani. Uh, can you tell us something about Wani, Ben? Um, Wani is the 2017 Slam Alama Ding Dong Grand Slam champion, and he just won a Green Room Award for his... Uh, performance of tales of an Afronaut, which is his one man spoken word show which he performed um at the north melbourne art center last year so uh highly decorated poet yeah and a very dynamic performer as we heard just then well anyway uh you're here ben to tell us about um the melbourne spoken word and poetry festival the mswpf for 2018 so um it's been a while since we've had this kind of festival in melbourne so can you tell us first of all what is going to happen uh, in this festival starting tonight with opening night well over 18 days, um, there's going to be about 35 events, I think, that feature um, at least about 74 poets in Melbourne. Um, events, there's an event at least one every night of the week. Sometimes there's two or three, um, a whole dynamic range of events, all different kind of styles of poetry and spoken word. Um, 
performances, open mics, free events, the whole lot, all packed into 18 days. Uh, starts with the opening night tonight at the Toff in town, uh, featuring Maxime Beniba-Clark, Wani, who you just heard, um, Sean M. Whelan, Sigrun Mikula, Peter Bukowski, uh, Rochelle De Silva... I'm trying to remember all the names. And it's pretty hard to remember all of them because uh, not only are there so many of them, as you said, the 70-odd, but uh, also uh, that they're pretty well megastars. Yeah, and Neil Morris. Right. Yeah, okay. Oh, you just consulted the book there. Yeah. 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 Um, I wouldn't dare ask you to um, single out any highlights because, I mean, thumbing through the program myself, as as I did um, uh, uh, just recently, uh, I just can't imagine you know how you could possibly single out anything but there's you know there's a lot of people as you say from very very different styles mm. of poetry but but they're very very highly renowned mm-hmm. and um, so in some cases they're big names you mm-hmm. know they're they're quite established in in more sort of conventional uh, artistic scenes and in other cases they're much more sort of grassroots that's something i did want to ask you about uh, the festival mm. do you see it as like a, an attempt to bring together uh, something from more uh, literary established kind of scenes with something that's much more grassroots. I think we try to touch upon all kind of aspects of poetry and um, there's a bunch of kind of more established arts organisations lo- like Going Down Swinging and Rabbit Journal um, there alongside kind of your kind of local open mics that happen fortnightly and it's usually just one guy who's like got in a room in a pub for the night um, running an open mic um, like Passionate Tongues has been running for 15, 16 years or more even. Um, and yeah. the Dan, of course. Um, the Dan. 25 you know, or something, I think. Yeah, and like all those kind of local open mics and kind of bringing them together all under one umbrella, I guess, to highlight the kind of spoken word that happens in Melbourne like every night of the week, even without a festival. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's it's, it's kind of like uh, taking a snapshot uh, over the period of, what is it, uh, two weeks, three weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and for those people who actually d- uh, amazingly don't know, well, and plenty of people won't know about uh, the, the scene because it is uh, a little bit hidden. It's quite grassroots, a word that I like saying, Many, many times, like we are here at 3CR. But, um, yeah, it, it's really great to bring together all of this kind of stuff uh, and to highlight the fact that, yeah, some some person is running some gig in some pub somewhere. And um, the other thing is, you know, um, well, we'll talk about the Melbourne poetry scene later, but, like, it, it is very crowded. It's it's just amazing in terms of, like, you know, there there are often two or three gigs happening on one night. And just uh, about a month ago... On a given Wednesday night, when I actually wasn't even free, there were seven gigs. <laughs> yeah, and I was performing in one of them, and one you of were. them, it was out in Narry Warren or something, <laughs> but then there was like a whole cluster of gigs in Brunswick and so forth, like, yeah, yeah. it's and always like that. It's pretty amazing, and the, the other thing that I wanted to say about that is, yes, so many gigs, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're all going to have 100 people at them. Mm-hmm. There are some gigs that do have 100 people, 150, you know, really big. And most of the gigs, you know, will have like 20 or 30 people. Uh, and, and that makes for, you know, in the latter case, a, a much more uh, intimate kind of experience, especially when they're open mic gigs, mm-hmm. you know, and people who um, might feel a little bit sort of like reticent about sharing their work. They, they, they think that, oh, I'm not really a poet. How many people think that? Mm-hmm. But, you know, then, then you come to uh, the sort of more humble gigs, shall we say, that you've 
highlighted there. Uh, and, and people see that, well, we're very friendly to start with. So, you know, you've just got so much less to be scared of than what you first thought. And people just get up and, and go to these gigs several times a week. And after a while, because of the feedback, the instant feedback that they get from audiences, they develop as writers. Yeah. Mm. And about half of the events in the festival are open mic events. So if anyone's listening in and has poems kind of hidden away in their phone or whatnot, they can get up and read somewhere um, throughout the festival. And I guess it highlights the participatory nature of spoken word. It's not just a thing where you watch someone else do it on stage. You can be part of it as well. Absolutely. Okay. So... uh I suppose, um, and we'll say all this again uh, at the end of the program, but if people want to find out about it, they'd go onto the melbournespokenword.com site. Uh, and I see here there's also the mswpf.com.au. That's the fe- specific festival website, and that yeah. has the program, all the details about how how you might sign up for an open mic or book tickets to a workshop or book tickets to a gig. Um and all that kind of information. So, in fact, actually, that one would probably be uh, better for any listener yeah. out there who's thinking about going to events at the festival because it's uh, specifically about that. Okay, mm-hmm. I reckon we should um, listen to some more audio of poets that are featured in this festival. Uh, this is my love poem, and it's called Man, That Bitch Was Crazy. <laughs> It was a dream of kissing, and I woke up knowing your name. You were real the instant I met you. Some people aren't real straight away. They don't crystallize. They take some time to materialize. You meet them, but it's not till a couple years later that you realize, oh, there's a whole functioning person inside there. Not you. I crashed into you on the dance floor and the rest of the night disappeared. I wish I had you when I first started this, when I was put atop this hulking rock and told, go on, go out, live. It would have been so much easier with you by my side from the start. I am whispering your name into my sheets as I roll around trying to get to sleep at night. I repeat it over and over, a chant, a prayer, this beat thrumming through my body so sweet. Come to me, come to me, come to me, come to me, until I am completely... I think I like you so much because I like men I can't hide from, who don't let me get away with the manic antics meant to reflect or deflect the heat in their gaze. You could ask me to do anything and I would do it. I'm starting to feel just a tiny little bit doomed. I hope you're ruined for decent daily conversation as I am benumbed by the knowledge of you out upon the world. I hope your mother feels my want of you as she once felt you kicking in her womb. I hope that pill you took spun your head into a shining rainbow maze where all paths lead to me. I hope you walk around all day just a tiny little bit hard. I'm trying to play the I'm trying to play this all sexy and cool and I just can't. So stop sending one word replies to my really funny texts. You're different from the rest. You're different from the requests I usually get. Requests like Can I grab your ass? Can I come on your tits? Maybe you could be a bad little bitch for me. Can I leave marks on your skin? Come here. Are you submissive? Are you thirsty? Maybe you need to warm me up a little first. 
baby, I will set you on fire. Let me make one thing clear. I'm playing by different rules here. Are you just dying to touch my tongue with your tongue? Are your guts just groaning for me? Are your white ribs trying to pop out of their chest to enclose around my body? Are you thinking about me as hard as I'm thinking about you? I don't really see the point of a man unless he dies wanting to kiss me. I can't understand someone not worshipping me. So don't tell me about your girlfriend with whom you're in a non-exclusive but lovingly intimate and committed long-term relationship because it just makes me want to cut off all her hair and fingers. It's not easy to justify feeling used when you know what you signed up for. And sure, yeah, you were upfront about it. That's fair. You explained your situation while holding me in the dark. That's fair. And I accepted it. I'm totally cool with it. Except that's not really true because that night in the club, I was pinging too. I know you're not really mine, but it can be fun to pretend. Will I ever stop thinking about men? I'm never going to kiss again. I am making rents with my fingernails in my chair at work and my boss is calling me into her office and she gently suggests that maybe it would be best if I took some time out to rest and I reach across the desk and I pluck her pen out of her hand and I crack it between my teeth. It takes a lot of pressure but finally the pen gives and snaps. I crunch on the hard pieces. Shards of plastic splinter into my gums. And as the blue ink is leaking out and seeping down my chin, tasting like bitter medicine, turning my mouth black, filling the gaps between my canines and incisors, I leap across to my boss and I mount her stout middle-aged body. I rip her head back by the roots of her hair, whisper into her ear but as I am straddling her thick waist the chair tips over and we are on the floor and I don't care anymore because now I am free and I'm coming to get you the absolutely amazing and highly distinctive somewhat grating voice of Sigrun Mikula, brilliant, brilliant artist, and uh, it's so good to have this voice on 3CR. You're on Community Radio 3CR, the spoken word program here on a Thursday morning, and I'm presenting it today. I am Santo Katsati. With me in the studio is Benjamin Solar from MelbourneSpokenWord.com, and we're talking about the festival, the Melbourne Spoken Word and Poetry Festival, which begins tonight. Uh, ben, um, in... Well, you've been on, on our poetry scene here in Melbourne for around about almost 10 years now. Um, what changes have you seen during that time? Um, I think when I first started going along, I don't know whether it was because like a change in the festival or maybe I'm seeing things a bit differently now. But when I first started going, I guess most of the op- gigs and open mics I used to go along to were pretty strictly kind of two features in a pub and then you'd have some open mic or whatever. Um, And 
those events still exist, but I guess now there's a much wider range of events. Um, there's Slamalama Ding Dong came, I think, a couple of years after I started coming to the Poetry Festival. Slamalama Ding Dong now sends a team to the US. Um, there's more people who come from America to um, tour here. Uh, and yeah, a wider range of events, I guess, that um, cater for different kinds of audiences like Afro Hub um, focuses, on, focuses on featuring uh, people of colour and Indigenous voices. Um, Mother Tongue Girls on Key focus on presenting women, women's voices um, and non-binary voices. And uh, yeah, and there's like, I guess, different kinds of events now um, that kind of show a wider range of what's going on and a wider range of voices, I think. Yeah, I think this is exactly right, actually. Um, I hadn't really thought about this, but um, I, I think everything you've said is spot on because uh, I, I came into the poetry scene not long before you, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd have to say the different types of events, uh, the different audiences mm-hmm. that the gigs are attracting, you know, um, there always was a reasonable sort of diversity, but but there's much greater diversity now. Um, and... Um, the styles of poetry or styles of art or what have you has massively uh, expanded in diversity as well. Mm -hmm. And probably, um, although it was always, you know, a very busy scene anyway, I'd have to say there's probably a greater quantity of events now. Yeah, there's about... I'm pretty sure last time I checked, there's 35 regular open mics That's or right. events in Melbourne. At yeah, the I remember at the Melbourne Spoken Word Prize last year, um, Anthony O'Sullivan read out the whole yeah. list of them, you know, in like 45 seconds, you know, racing through them. Yeah. Um, and the thing is that, you know, 10 years ago, I, I would say there would have been less uh, numbers of gigs mm-hmm. attracting pretty much the same number of people. So what that must mean, mm-hmm. uh, ipso facto, is that um, more people must be coming to poetry now. Yeah, I definitely. Think. A lot more people must be coming to poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a profoundly good thing. Um, so anyway, look, uh, we should listen to some more audio of some of these amazing artists. And um, Wani and Sigrun Mikula quite possibly have not actually been on 3CR unless uh, George, one of our other presenters, managed to uh, get little clips of them from live gigs. So uh, I wonder who we might have up next. Breaking news. You seem to be confused. This process of interrogation, your borderline racist statement, seem perplexed by the correlation of the woman you are facing in a name that's clearly Caucasian, but let me tell you a thing or two to set the record straight. I am purple, a combination of reds and blues, and though the hues aren't equal or vibrant in their concentration, they swell into my world of caramel. When I tell you that Espanol is my second tongue, don't assume it's been spoken since I was young, that... Hispanic blood must run through my veins that I couldn't have learnt it for personal gain. But then, where are you really from? Mate, I'm from Victoria. My mother's name is Victoria, and I slid the lips of her vulva onto the pathway of success. You're quite well-spoken for someone of your kind, and there you are reminding me that if you closed your eyes and listened to the colours of my words, that the face you see before you is not the same one that you heard. 
Now, I won't deny that the colonizer's blood runs thicker through my veins more than my cultural misidentity could proclaim, but I am not your coconut. Coffee-stained shell and white inside my insides tell me that yoga is a cultural appropriation my soul cannot commit. My insides wonder what part my intersectional journey has in my success. Were my name not so white, would I have less? My insides wonder whether it's okay for me to identify with a woman of color, several shades and continents apart from mine, because what place does my biracial, bisexual, borderline, mistaken for bipolar identity have in this world anyway? My insides are the simultaneous churning of biryani and pancit canton. So bite into this. I am Sri Lankan burger. A combination of Eurasian flavors that hardly savors in the 0.2% of us that still exists in the Fernandes and Van der Wertz in a world of Jayavadhanas and Pararas. I am the cultural dysphoria of Filipino women. I am more than the slits of my eyes. I am somehow not Asian enough. And though these thick thighs don't run on my mother's side, you need not compartmentalize the parts of me that interweave in unions not of your choosing. I am not part red, part blue. I am purple. And nothing rhymes with purple. On 3CR Spoken Word, that was the voice of Charlotte L. Raymond, who is another one of the featured artists in the Melbourne Spoken Word and Poetry Festival that's starting tonight and going over the next few weeks here in Melbourne. Um, I've got Benjamin Solai in the studio with me, who uh, is from Melbourne Spoken Word and uh, is an important part of the uh, conception of this festival. And uh, another thing I wanted to ask you, Ben... um, when we both first came onto the poetry scene about 10 years ago, I, I got the feeling that it was much more ad hoc. It was much more or much less organised. And one difference I have noted is that um, the organisation Melbourne Spoken Word in particular, but also some of the gigs are run in, and I, I hate this word, but they're run in a more professional manner. I, I, I really hate that word <laughs> because uh, because in, in any case, I don't think we're making heaps of money out of it to start with. Uh, and also um, another reason I hate the word is because it doesn't fully tell the truth. It's true that it's more organised on the scene, uh, and a lot of the sort of like uh, amazingly disorganized things that uh, notoriously used to happen, uh, no names will be mentioned, but, you know, there are certain people who are not that reliable. Uh, they, hap- they, like, they sort of still do happen sometimes, but there's a, um, a lot more organization in, in the more top gigs. And yet, before you comment on this, Ben, uh, I, I did want to say that uh, despite the more um, quote-unquote professional nature of the uh, aspects of the scene, it still has retained this um, grassroots freshness and vitality. So anyway, what, what's your take on all that? I mean, part of the motivation for Melbourne Spoken Word is to tr- was to try to, I wouldn't say professionalise it, but kind of organise it um, and bring it together. Um, and certainly now that I'm co-producer of Slam Alam and Ding Dong and we have to organise to send a team to the US as well, that certainly means that um, there's quite a lot of organisation and um, involved rehearsals and fundraising and stuff like that. I think it kind of means that you 
organize things in such a way that it's more accessible to a wider range of audiences um and i think that's important i think that um i think gigs are probably better marketed now than they were in the past as well um you know facebook and social media helps a lot with that um but also media and being on radio um helps a lot um yeah what about um, um, because in terms of melbourne spoken word Mm -hmm. uh, as an organization uh, do you have any particular plans for the immediate future or future directions or anything like that um we plan to become a fully incorporated arts organization and get more grants i think that's the thing on the horizon that kind of takes a lot of work setting up a board and finding the right people according to i guess governments and who they deem responsible people to be on your board and so forth is a complicated uh, process. But, um, yeah, we certainly have that on the horizon that we're working towards, yeah. Okay, well, um, it's been an absolutely fantastic program, and it all starts tonight, the 2018 Melbourne Spoken Word and Poetry Festival, and you can find out all about it on mswpf.com.au. And generally speaking, even when all of this is over, poetry will continue happening in Melbourne on a pretty well hourly basis. And the best place to find out about it is melbournespokenword.com, melbournespokenword.com. We have run out of time. Thanks a lot, Ben, for being in the studio this morning. We're sort of more awake now than we were half an hour ago. (laughs) Thanks for having me, Santo. Uh, And that's the end of Spoken Word for this week, for another week. So this is... uh, 3CR Spoken Word, and I am Santo Katsati signing off and shutting down.